0: Yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Ball the Ball podcast. We're recapping week three of the NFL season. Let's get into it. So we kicked off week three of the NFL season with the uninteresting game of the Steelers and Browns division rivals. Browns take home to win 29-17. It was, um, wasn't an exciting game. It was a game. It was brown Browns won. It was really twenty three seventeen because the Steelers had that fumble in their own end zone to end the game. Which, by the way, actually won me a lot of money, so I ain't mad at it. But this game was born either way. <laughs> uh, Mitchell Trubisky, another subpar game for the third week in a row. I don't know. Is he the answer? Who I don't think... I don't want the Steelers to go too far into the season, realizing that they've made a mistake of not choosing the right starting QB. Now Mitchell doesn't look that bad, but I think I think organizations know when you see that you need to change quarterbacks. And right now, it's not looking too good for Mitchell. He hasn't really been doing much as of now. They're one and two due to the loss on Thursday, so he's not putting them over the hump where they need to be. Is it time to bring in Kenny Pickett? It might be. It might. We'll see. I just I just don't want the Steelers to get, you know, week 9, week 10, and they're four games below five hundred, and it'll be like, oh, okay, we need to change our starting quarterback. Because then it's probably too late with the way the, the Ravens are playing. The Browns look decent, and plus they're getting Deshaun Watson back in a few weeks. If you're the Steelers, you do not want to wait too long to change quarterbacks if you need to. Uh, speaking of subpar performances, Jacoby Brissett didn't do much. He just did enough to get a win. That's all he, that's, that's literally his job right now. His job right now is to just do enough to get a win until Deshaun Watson comes back. And so far, the Browns are 2-1. They're running. Nick Chubb is running like crazy these last three weeks. I'd say if I'm the Browns, keep doing what you're doing. Keep giving Nick Chubb the ball 20 plus times a game because it's working. Hey, you take it from there. Because you don't want to do too much with Jacoby Brissett on the team. Because if you do too much, that could hurt the Browns a lot. Because Jacoby Brissett isn't bad, but... Let's be honest, he's not the greatest thrower. He's not the most accurate thrower. He'll win you some games, which is what they need, but he's not the guy. You know what I mean? Now, just like last week, if you missed any games, you know, some games were NFL Plus, some weren't, you could watch, some you could listen. Hey, If you missed some games, that's what I'm here for. That's my job. So we're going to go through each game, go through the score, and talk about them a little bit. All right. Uh first game we got Bills and Dolphins. Tough loss for Buffalo. That First of all the Bills played horrible. They they that was not their best game. But the fact that Josh Allen threw for 400 yards is impressive. But the fact that he threw the ball 63 times is crazy. Now, I know at the start of the season, everybody had the Bills, you know, going and winning the Super Bowl, potentially. The Bills are a great team, arguably the best team in the league. But if you don't have a running game, or if your running game relies mostly on your quarterback, like Baltimore, it's going to be hard to get far. Because we've seen Baltimore in the playoffs plenty of times. They got, what, one win? in their last three playoff appearances. Their rushing game relies mostly on Lamar Jackson, just like Buffalo. Their running game relies mostly on Josh Allen, while also making him throw the ball 63 times. It's only week three of the season. One thing you do not want to do is wear down a potential Super Super Bowl quarterback this early into the season. So you you got to have some kind of some kind of dose of heavy run here and there but for your quarterback to just be doing all the work it's just it's not good especially the, the beginning of the season In Miami I I don't think the NFL came to a conclusion yet on the investigation of Tua but I don't care what anybody says if you saw the play where he got hit and his head hit the turf and he got up and he started like wobbling and then he fell down twice I don't care what anybody... That's a concussion. He shouldn't have came back into the game. He should have been kept out. He was not... He shouldn't have been cleared to play. But when he did come back in the game, he ended up throwing like a 40-yard a pass down, down the field to Jalen Waddle, which was impressive for somebody that had a damn concussion. <laughs> if you got a concussion, you shouldn't be throwing passes like that. So that was pretty impressive. But end of the game, Bills got the ball. They get a complete pass, they try to hurry up, no huddle, and then they can't get the snap off in time. And the Dolphins pull out the win 21-19. The Dolphins are 3-0. I don't think I think I think people saw the Dolphins being good. But right now they're 3 0, leading the division. Jalen Wilder had 102 receiving yards, while Tyreek had a he had a sub part game. Kinda not his fault, and he only had two catches for 30 yards, but it'll be some games like that, but Dolphins 3-0. Next up, we got the Bengals and Jets, one game that I watched live. The Bengals elected... Like f- hmm, I'm not sure. What the hell was that? Was that? What was that? See, this is why I hate Amazon devices. I ain't even say why she talking to me. What's what's going on? Anywho, we had the Bengals and Jets game, and uh, the Bengals look like they're starting. They starting to hit their stride a little bit. Hopefully, first one of the season. Uh, T. Higgins had arguably the best catch of the season. His feet were like, of like two two to four inches out of bounds in midair. But when he was coming down to get his feet into the end zone, he somehow toe-tapped and caught the ball, and the refs said that wasn't a touchdown. Now, if you know which play I'm talking about, and you see that replay, you know that that's a touchdown. I don't know how it wasn't, but hey, it might not have counted, but that's my catch of the year. I know George Pickens had that one-handed catch last. That was amazing. But I think this is my catch of the year. Uh, Other than that, Joe Burrow, normal game for him, Uh, 275 yards, three touchdowns. Jets' defense didn't really do much. Uh, Joe Flacco, two picks, threw the ball 50 times, (laughs) no touchdowns. The Jets are the Jets. Bengals, hopefully they'll get it together because the Bengals have been having a really, like, a really bad start. So hopefully they'll figure it out soon. And then speaking of a team that's hoping to figure it out soon the Tennessee Titans take on the now 0-3 Oakland or excuse me Las Vegas Raiders and uh, I don't know everybody had these Raiders potentially winning the division of the AFC West with the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos and here we are week 3 and the Raiders are the only team that not have a win which is ridiculous so, I, I don't know if Derek Carr and Devontae Adams just can't seem to figure out or if the defense isn't playing well. It just looks like their whole team just isn't clicking right now. Because the 0-3 start in the AFC West, their season is pretty much over. Because <laughs> that, that's, especially a team who has somewhat of uh, Super Bowl aspirations or expectations, And you're 0 3? That's really bad. Their running game doesn't look that good. Derek Carr looks. He looks a little iffy. Plus, I feel like their offense is so one dimensional. Because, like, you know where the ball is going. You know it's going to Devontae Adams. So now you have to find other ways to find. Uh, hunter renfro or fabian moreau or Mac collins who had 160 yards receiving even darren waller you, you gotta find different ways to incorporate different people each week because if not people are just gonna game plan and say all right how do we shut down Devontae adams you don't want that offense to be that one dimensional especially with that many pieces and then even the defense, the defense is the defense looks crazy this year. Especially adding a, a player like Chandler Jones. You would think there'd be a lot more pressure, a whole lot more sacks, a whole lot more everything. But there just isn't. <laughs> it's pretty much the same the same team. Just plus Devontae Adams. So being 0 3, luckily they got what, fifteen weeks left of the season? Hopefully, they could do something because right now their season isn't looking too bright. Next game, we got Saints and Panthers. Panthers beat the Saints 22 14. Christian McCaffrey had 108 rushing yards. Nothing really to talk about or talk about much there. Uh, Ravens beat the Patriots 37 26. Lamar Jackson. Week three, another amazing week. He had 218 passing yards and one hundred and ten or 107 rushing yards, which is amazing. Passes Mike Vick for the most 100-yard rushing games by a quarterback. Early early MVP candidate Lamar Jackson is right now. He also threw for four touchdowns. So he had five touchdowns in total this week. Lamar Jackson has been playing really good. He's searching for that contract, and he's playing like it. Early MVP candidate to me. Lions Next is Lions and Vikings. Lions kind of blew a lead to Minnesota. Luckily, Kirk Cousins helps the team come back and wins 28-24. The Lions just... I feel like every time we see the Lions get better, they kind of take a step back and show shades of last season when they would always have the lead going into the fourth quarter, but they just couldn't finish games. And I feel like sometimes they look like that and sometimes they look like a team that's progressed but this is one of those games that just goes back to you got the lead going into the fourth and then you blow the game the Lions are still a good team they're playing good this season so I think they'll be alright the Vikings coming off a bad loss to Philly they played they played good in that second half, that first half was scary, again Dalvin Cook goes out with a shoulder injury hopefully he's okay Because you don't want to go down with your starting running back. Alexander Madison, though, he's he's a decent running back. So even if Dalvin does miss like a game or two, I feel like Alexander Madison will get them. They'll keep them where they need to be until Dalvin gets back. Next is the Eagles and the Washington Commanders, which is another game that I watch live. Jalen Hurts is another early MVP candidate. This is his third week in a row. Throwing for 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, and the Eagles look really good from offense to defense to running the football. Devontae Smith had 170 yards. A.J. Brown had 85 yards. Jalen Hurts is spreading the ball around. Philly looks legit. I'm pretty I had them winning the division before the season started, and the way they look now, they're... I don't change my mind about that. Even if Dak does come back for the Cowboys, whenever, I still got Philly winning that division. But Hurts looks great. Eagles look great. They come away 24-8 over Washington. Next, we had the Chiefs and Colts, which is not the upset of the week. We'll get into that in a second, but the second upset of the week. i say the second biggest upset. Because the Colts beat the Chiefs 20-17. to Mahomes throws an interception with, I think, two seconds left in the fourth. I don't know how the Chiefs lost. It looked like the Chiefs just didn't care about this game. They, I feel like Kansas City is like Golden State. Golden State, you can see when the Golden State Warriors care about a game and when they just decide to take a game off. And this week, it looked like the Chiefs just decided to take a week off. They looked like they were supposed to win this game, so they just didn't try as hard. I'm not worried about the Chiefs. I just feel like they they took the Colts too lightly, which isn't a bad team. They just haven't been winning. So I'm I'm not worried about the Chiefs, but this is a good win for the Colts. They finally get a win after tying with the Texans and then... Just getting 24 old by the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is crazy. <laughs> but hopefully Mahomes and the Chiefs, you know, they take every week serious. And not just expect to win games because of how teams have been playing. And hopefully for the Colts, hopefully this is the start of something. This is a good team. There was no reason this team should have been on the verge of being 0-2-1. So hopefully they're starting to figure it out. I still believe the Colts have the best O-line in football. Now you got Matt Ryan. You still got Jonathan Taylor. So we'll see where the season goes from here. Next up, you got the Chicago Bears taking a 23-20 victory over the Houston Texans. Nobody talks about the Bears, but the Bears look good. They're 2-1. and one. For some odd reason, no matter what coach Justin Fields has, they won't let him be him. Let Justin Fields throw the ball. You see all these other franchise quarterbacks like Lamar, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Everybody's averaging 30 to 40 attempts a game. I think so far in this season, Justin Fields has not attempted over 20 passes in a game. Just let, let Justin Fields throw the ball. Let him be him. Let him move out the pocket. Let him throw in the run. Let him extend plays. Just let him be him. You guys, are you know start winning some more games more effectively but him getting only 17 pass attempts and i think he hit 100 yards passing what once or twice this year so far i feel like the bears have to let him be him now here is my upset of the week and i am very happy about this one is the jacksonville jaguars beating the los angeles chargers 38 to 10 why am I happy about this? I'm happy about this because if you guys listen to my preseason uh, episode, my sleeper teams were the Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So far, the Jacksonville Jaguars, have they've blown out the Colts 24-0. And now they've blown out a potential Super Bowl team who people think will win a division 38-10. Trevor Lawrence looks great. The Jaguars' offense is clicking. The defense looks great with Trayvon Walker, first overall pick. I mean, who would have thought the Jaguars be two and one? Besides me, Trevor Lawrence three touchdowns, no picks, two hundred sixty-two yards. James Robinson one hundred rushing yards. Like that, this is this offense is clicking early, and it's only Week Three. The Jaguars look good. The Chargers look a little—they look a little scary because Justin Herbert is—he can't really stay healthy with the shoulder and everything. And I heard Rashawn Slater's out for the season, which is unfortunate because he's probably one, even in his second season, he's one of the best left tackles in football. I just hope the Chargers can figure it out. I hope they can find ways to win games and be a competitive team because they are a good team. And I've had faith in the Chargers for the last three seasons, especially this year with them having Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa rushing off, you know, both sides of the football. So hopefully the Chargers, you know, they don't panic they keep it together, figure it out. But the Jaguars look really great, which I'm happy about. (laughs) Uh, Then we got the Rams and Cardinals. The Rams beat the Cardinals 20 to 12. I'm just going to say the Cardinals season is over. They look terrible. They look really bad, and they're definitely not winning the NFC West. The Cardinals just look depleted. I don't know why, but the Cardinals look really bad. Kyler Murray threw 314 yards for nothing. Didn't have a touchdown, didn't have an interception. He just threw the ball 58 times and got 300 yards out of it. The, The Cardinals season is over. They should be 0-3 because they shouldn't have beat the Raiders last week if it wasn't for that fumble from Hunter Renfro in overtime, but the Cardinals season is over. The Rams look, once again, a lot better than they did against that Buffalo, in that Buffalo game, so the Rams are fine. Cardinal season is over. Next up, we had a game, America's Game of the Week, with the two goats, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, where the Green Bay Packers took home the victory 14-12. This was a toss-up game. I I feel like there was no like clear-cut winner if you were predicting this game cuz it's like Tom Brady there were no receivers for Tampa. Tom Brady was on his fourth and fifth receiver and the practice squad receivers and Aaron Rodgers receivers are nothing nothing to look at either. So I'd say it just came down to better personnel which Green Bay had, you know, with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, and you got Lazard. So, uh, Packers took home the victory after they stopped Tom Brady on a two-point conversion, which was a good defensive play by uh, Devondre Campbell, former Falcon, should have never let him go, but it is what it is. We shouldn't have let a lot of people go that somehow play for Dallas now. (laughs) But that's another story for a different day. Packers take home the victory. Aaron Rodgers, Packers 2-1. Where I mean, most people thought they'd be 0-3 with the kind of roster they got. Sammy Watkins is on the IR again. So, hopefully the Packers will be okay. If they're pulling out games against the Bucks, it's better to get those games out the way now. Win them. And then move on to the next week. One game I'm happy about. Falcons, finally, first win of the season. 27-23 over the Seattle Seahawks. We let Geno Smith throw for 300, but it don't matter because we didn't lose, and that's all I care about. Uh, Nothing much happened. Nothing really to talk about for this game. I'm just happy that we finally won something, you know, in the third week. Cordell Patterson had 140 rushing yards, which is great. Kyle Pitts had 88 receiving yards, which is great. We're finally starting to incorporate him into the offense. After the BS that Arthur Smith said last week, when the reporter asked him, why don't you incorporate Kyle Pitts into the offense more? He said, oh, well, it's not fantasy football. We just want to win. Kyle Pitts is how you win. I, I, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> if you want to win, you give Kyle Pitts the ball. But I'm just happy we got to win. Oh, man. This game was so boring. I don't even want to talk about this game. <laughs> uh, Broncos and 49ers. Broncos won 11-10. Uh it was born. It was real born. It was a defensive game. And Russell Wilson and the Broncos look terrible again for the third week. Uh, the 49ers looked terrible. It was just a defensive game. It was real boring. It, it just... I don't even want to talk about this game. <laughs> One game that was really exciting, though, was Monday Night Football. Dallas Cowboys take the victory over the New York Giants 23-16. to Cooper Rush... Got a better record than Dak this season. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm not saying he should be starting. I ain't saying he should take Dak job. I'm just saying he looked better than Dak. <laughs> I know that's gonna trigger a whole bunch of Cowboys fans. I promise I'm sorry. Don't 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 unsubscribe. <laughs> but uh Tony Tony Pollard had a great game. He had uh 13 carries, 105 yards. Zeke had 15 carries for 73 yards and a touchdown. And, and it was like moments in this game where Ceedee Lamb would like kind of cost him the game, but it's like in the fourth quarter he made up for it for the catches that he made. And I just wish Ceedee Lamb would be a little bit more consistent because I know he, he's better than that. Like he was dropping wide open passes, he he was running the wrong routes at times. I just feel like Ceedee Lamb should be. A lot more consistent now. This is, is what second, third year in the league, second year. But Dallas, like I said, Jacoby Brissett and Cooper Rush kind of have the same job just get this team by until you know the starting quarterback comes back. So far, Cooper Rush is doing a great job. Cooper Rush, he had a lot of amazing throws last night, they were accurate, he was throwing deep balls. He was was getting a lot of people involved. I think, what, seven people had a reception? So Cooper Rush is doing his job. Even for the Giants, I don't want Giants fans or Giants players to feel bad because they played a good game. Saquon Barkley is back. Thank God. He looked amazing. Saquon is just top five easily. If he stay if he stays healthy, top five easily, no question. Even Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones looked decent. He didn't look great. He looked decent enough to get them to win. They just they just couldn't finish it last night. One thing I am happy to see, I'm happy to see Daniel Jones not fumble a lot, because those first two seasons, or first three seasons, he was. A fumble machine. Like every game, he would have like two fumbles, and I feel like he's such an underrated runner. I don't think people realize the last two seasons, him and Lamar Jackson have been, or they they've had the second most rushing yards and quarterbacks. It's been him and Lamar for the last two seasons. So I feel like his his rushing is very underrated. Like he had he had eighty rushing yards. To go with 196 passing yards, Daniel Jones can run the football. It was just a matter of can he stop fumbling, can he stop making bad reads. And I was watching this game with my brother, and I told him from t- from kickoff, he needs to stop testing Trayvon Diggs. He did it last season. I think Daniel Jones had what 14 picks, 15 picks last year, almost. <laughs> Most of them came from Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> Especially that second game when they played last year. And then tonight or last night, he threw he literally if you watch the whole first half, he threw the ball to Trayvon Diggs' side or at Trayvon Diggs at least 15 times in that first half. Why are you, why are you doing that? For what? <laughs> And I told my brother, I was like, if he if he keeps throwing to him, he's he's gonna pick him off. And sure enough, Trayvon Diggs got the game winning pick. <laughs> I I knew it was gonna happen. He was testing him the whole night. But Giants Giants still look decent. I saw this morning, the Sterling Shepard was out with the uh, torn ACL for the season, which sucks. So hopefully, you know, hopefully the Giants could still move forward because they're still two and one. Still got a winning record, which is great. I know they'd rather be 3-0, but it's not the end of the world. So, Saquon looks great. So, they got some kind of hope. It's not over yet. (laughs) And if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can always catch the replays on NFL Plus or the NFL Network the day after a game. So, Friday, you'll be able to watch the Dolphins and Bengals. But if you do have Amazon Prime, Dolphins and Bengals, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Me, personally, I got the Dolphins. The way the Bengals look, they look a little iffy. Dolphins look, you know, Dolphins click a little bit more. If Tua plays, if Tua, if if they have, like, some concussion kind of protocol thing and Tua isn't cleared, then I'll probably take the Bengals. (laughs) But if Tua does play, I got the Bengals winning, I'll say, I'll say 30 to 17. I'll say 30 to 17. I feel like it I feel like it'll probably be closer than that, but you never know with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle and the Dolphins offense is just so fast. Alright, guys, that's gonna do it for this episode of Ball the Ball Podcast. Hope you enjoyed, hope you had fun. And uh if you want, tweet at me on Twitter at underscore at it's underscore summy. If you want to send me some debates to talk about, if you want to tell me your predictions for the season, if you want to let me know something, if you want me to talk about your favorite team, favorite player, favorite coach, favorite coordinator, whatever, hit me up on there. Let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know what you think. And I appreciate you guys for listening. See you guys in the next one. Peace.